Section 22 of Wheels, The Third Cycle. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Pindar by Sir Cheverell Sitwell. Pindar asleep beneath the plains. Then every zephyr shook his shoulder, struck the pale discs, sent silver showers beneath the moon to clothe his young, tired body with those pallid leaves. And Pan let from his shuttered hive the snub-nosed honey-bees escape. A whir of sound, throb, flutter, feather flight of birds, and on the poet's lips the swarm descends to suck his breath. Now Pan has learnt his song, and sings it on the mountains, the centaurs, gurgling the honeyed waters, take hands from lips, retire to caves. Each satyr, every grape-gatherer, can hear their panicked rumblings. Now the song lulls, centaurs breathe again, to daylight, sniff around, then gallop down the hills. Beneath the cliffs, poor fishermen hear thunder thudding of the hooves and sail for sea. They think a hissing thunderbolt will fall about their heads. And from the cliffs the centaurs hear flutes like bird flights through the air, all regular, then flurry of the wings as breath fails in the player, and fevered pluckings at a harp are birds beneath a canopy of leaves, who preen their feathers, strike their beaks upon each quill, re-echoing with airborne ecstasy. Could one imprison fire within a pipe of glass to catch the surge and shrinkage of its flames, I think we'd have, in one small pipe, a man could play on. Every plunge through chasms, where the winds play, through bell-clear ringing sounds of rain, through painted distances aloof as dreams, and every beat their wings make on clouds reverberant as caverns. And with these flute sounds, came the floundering of horns that play among the waves, like porpoises who roll against the stiffened backs of water that the waves flap when they break sonorously. They say that every sound upon the earth is mirrored, echoed in the upper air, and never dies. So, when the sound the centaurs heard from passing galleys were washing, like young tides, among the clashing cymbals we call stars, they broke in firm against the songs the sirens sang, and the stifled cry of Sappho falling to her death. And still there rose the lyre-strung voice of Pindar, fresh and honey-sweet, rejuvenate in spite of Pan. February 11th, 1918 Note. There are two legends of Pindar. One tells how, when he was asleep in a wood, whilst quite a baby, a swarm of bees settled on his lips. The other describes how Pan stole Pindar's song and sang it on the mountains. In this poem, these two incongruous elements have been combined. It is on the same principle that bad Greek wine is improved by the addition of rancid honey. End note. End of section.